Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Tuning in to chomping at the bit. I'm Kyle Edwards, of course. And the NFL season just started last week. We're already into week two. Am I, and you know, I'm excited for it. So this episode, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about my NFL picks for week two. Uh, if you missed my picks for week one, it's okay. But I went eight and eight last week. Got a full slate again this week. 16 more games to pick picking against the spread because I like the challenge of the spread I could just pick winners but you know like I said spread is more fun to me gives you something more to think about Um, goal by the end of the year 60% so by going 8-8 last week I'm sitting at 50 but first week of the NFL season is pretty tough because you don't know how teams are going to look coming straight out of preseason and a shortened preseason I mean still navigating COVID and all that so alright we're into week two saw the teams play understand some tendencies now see how offenses are working see how defenses are going see what coaching staffs you are getting in the way just some more knowledge to go with so run through them now of course I made my Thursday night pick the I I think it was my last episode and I went with the Washington football team which I lost and quickly on that one if you didn't see the game it was another great primetime game. I mean, for the Giants to lose in the way that they did, crazy. Score, take the lead, give the ball back to Washington. Heineke drives down the field and gets them in position, kick a field goal. Kick it, miss it. But Giants player was um, Dexter Lawrence jumped offside move the ball five yards up uh, the Washington kicker was Dustin Hopkins kicks it again narrowly makes this one inside the right upright for the win and Washington goes the one and one Giants are going two so yeah crazy game crazy 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 game um, so yeah week two I'll do the same thing I did last week give you my pick uh, I think last week I said I was going to try to keep it to like one sentence or phrase about the game kind of went a little more than that I'm going to try to do that this time see if I can pull it off so, I'll, so like I said give you the pick 
And I guess for that one little nugget on the game, I'll give you, uh, I guess, a key or somebody to look for, something like that, for that game, which will kind of let you know why I went the way I did with my pick. As I go through it, it'll make more sense to you. So before I get into it, if you're new here, appreciate you coming over. Uh, hope you like what you hear and, you know, you stick with me because we're going to go through the NFL season, of course. We got NBA about to kick off with end of October, so that will get worked in. We got baseball playoffs, which I'll talk about. I mean, we have World Cup qualifying for the men's soccer team. We'll talk about plenty of stuff going on, and I'll be here to talk about it. So, you know, be a part of the the, the community that I'm trying to get going here. Um, and once again, if you're new, I give you my honest opinion with all this. So, whatever you hear me say, I don't care if it's popular or not. That's what I'm going with. And last thing before we get into the picks. Like I said, pick against the spread. If you don't know what the spread is. Because uh, I was thinking about it. And I think I did a like bad, I think I did a bad job explaining it for last week. So try this on. So basically, uh, sports book or whatever will assign a line to each team one team will be plus whatever number next team is minus whatever number the team that's minus whatever is the favorite plus whatever the underdog and basically whatever that number is like I said the minus is the favorite so it's like minus three if you're picking the favorite that means the favorite has to win by at least three points if they do that's a win uh, for that team if they win, but win by less than three, then they don't cover, and it counts for the underdog. Or if they lose outright, then the underdog, of course. If you pick the underdog, and it's plus three, then what you're saying is you think the underdog team will lose, but you don't think they'll lose by more than three. Or you think they're going to win the game. So there. Hopefully that was a better explanation than last week. Um, but yeah. So let's go ahead. Get into this. Let's get it going. And oh. Good luck. One last thing. Um, no, we can get into it. We'll worry about that. Um, so first game I'm going to look at. The Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears are the favorite in this one. Still trying to figure out how that ended up happening, but I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. Uh, plus two and a half. And I'm mainly picking the Bengals here because until the Bears start Justin Fields, give him the job, and let him be the starting quarterback. I don't really see a point in picking the Bears in any of these games, especially as a favorite going up against Cincinnati, where Burrow looked great last week. 
Jamar Chase is a playmaker. They have a lot of playmakers on offense. So I think it'll be a problem for that Bears defense, even though they have Khalil Mack. But give me the Bengals plus two and a half. Next one. This one I went back and forth on because it's the Texans, Houston Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. And Browns are a 13-point favorite. It's a big, big number. And I ended up going with the Texans plus 13. Mainly because I could see a scenario where Cleveland gets up 20 or 17, something like that. And then Houston gets like a late score and gets a backdoor cover. So going plus 13 on the Texans. Plus Tyrod Taylor is a steady quarterback, so I don't see him making many mistakes. Maybe they slow the game down and limit possessions for Cleveland. So they keep the score closer than 13. Next game, we have the Rams, uh, Los Angeles Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. Rams are a three and a half point favorite, and I'm going with the Rams on this one. Simply, I think that Rams offense is just going to be too much for the Colts. Uh, You'll see a lot of what you saw last week with Stafford where he's dropping back, looking downfield for Cooper Cup or Robert Woods or... Was it Henderson out of the backfield? Um, Tight end. Was it Gerald Everett? I mean, yeah. Stafford has a big arm. So they're going to be looking to push it downfield. Now the Colts defense, is, to me, it's not as good as they were last year. So, So I think plays are there to be made. And like I said, at least early on, Stafford in that offense looks pretty potent, and I'm expecting more of that, so give me the Rams there. Next game, we have Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. The Bills come into this game as the three-point favorite, minus three. Give me the Bills in this matchup. I know the Dolphins, you know, they beat my Patriots last week. Tua looked good. Jalen Waddle looked good. They have Devontae Parker still there. But I think Buffalo, after their showing last week against Pittsburgh, they're going to come out. I expect Josh Allen to have a good day. Uh, Stephon Diggs, wouldn't be surprised if he got into the end zone. I think the guy to watch there could be Cole Beasley. I could see him having a pretty big day. Uh, over the middle, in the little pockets of zones, all that kind of stuff. So, give me Buffalo in that one. Uh, next game, we have New England Patriots. Well, my New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. Patriots are a six-point favorite. Did give me a little pause at first, but I'm going Patriots here, minus six. Um, hopefully this is the first matchup between Mac Jones and Zach Wilson becomes a little rivalry here in the AFC East, but despite the loss last week, I thought Mac Jones looked great. He made 
big time NFL throws. He was smart in the pocket. He was smart at the line. He was changing plays, you know, all that kind of stuff. Started off rough first couple of plays, but he really settled into a groove. I think this game will be more of the same. You'll see a little more growth out of him. And I'm expecting Jonu Smith, who I think was banged up over the week, but looks like he'll play. And Hunter Henry will be big focal points in this offense in this game. And I think the defense will frustrate Zach Wilson. So Patriots minus six. That's what I'm going with. Next game is San Francisco 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. 49ers comes to this game as a three-point favorite, minus three. I'm going to take the 49ers in this one. I mean, I did like what I saw from Jalen Hurts last week against the Falcons. But the 49ers are a different animal. So I'm expecting the 49ers defense, now that they've seen uh, what Philly uh, tried to do last week with Atlanta, what kind of offensive philosophy they have. I think the 49ers will be in a better situation to defend that. And they're a more confident defense than Atlanta's is. So I think Hertz might struggle a little bit. And then offensively, Garoppolo and Lance, you know, however they're splitting time with whatever there. I think there's just too many weapons on offense for the 49ers. Up against the Eagles, we have George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Um, I know Raheem Mostert's down, but there's still enough there. So give me the Niners minus three. All right, next game, we have the Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. This one, I went with the underdog. The Raiders, who are six and a half point underdogs, so plus six and a half. Even the Raiders here. I think the Raiders are going to continue the momentum from the Monday night game against the Ravens. Uh, Not saying that they'll win this one outright. I'm not sure about that, but I think they'll definitely keep it closer than six and a half with the Steelers. I'm not sold on the Steelers yet. Uh, I know they got that win against Buffalo, which is a good win. I will give them that, but... I need to see more from this Steelers team before I truly believe in them. I still think Ben Roethlisberger is washed. Uh, Najee Harris is a rookie, but I think he's good. Juju Smith-Schuster was a uh, big name a couple years ago when like Antonio Brown and them were there, but now that Brown's gone and Smith-Schuster is supposed to step up there. Haven't really heard much from him, so... Yeah, they have Chase Claypool, who's good, but Smith-Schuster needs to show more and be more consistent. But uh, Raiders, I know Josh Jacobs isn't playing, which I think they announced yesterday. When I heard that, I thought about changing the pick here, but I'm stick with the Raiders because uh, I think Darren Waller might be a problem for the Steelers' defense, even though Steelers' defense is high pressure, loves blitzing. But I think off of that, uh, Derek Carr can get quick hitters to Waller, Rugs, that kind of, um, and Renfro to make some plays in the passing game. So yeah, Raiders plus six and a half. Give me them. Next game, New Orleans Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. The Saints are a minus three and a half, so they're the favorite in this one. 
And I'm taking the Saints on this game simply because Jameis Winston showed me something last week. Um, I think I said this last year on this podcast. And even before I had the podcast, I could never understand why Winston never got his eyes fixed because he was always squinting. I figured that was the reason why he was so ineffective sometimes. But, I mean... He got the surgery this offseason, and after game one, he looked great. So I think more of the same in this one. And uh, Carolina, you know, they got the win last week against the Jets, but uh, I th- they may be able to, you know, do something on the Saints defense, but. I think if it's going to turn into like a shootout where the Saints are putting up points consistently, I don't think the Panthers have enough firepower for that. Now they have McCaffrey, Rob, Robbie Anderson, big playmakers, but I don't think they have enough to hang with the Saints. So give me them in this one. Next game, Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Broncos coming to this game as a six point favorite. So minus six. Taking the Broncos in this one, uh, I liked what I saw from the Broncos last week. I said that in the last, um, my week one episode, but um, Teddy Bridgewater, steady quarterback, doesn't make mistakes. So because of that, he makes the right play. He scrambles in the pocket a little bit. He's even running again now because, you know, that's how he got hurt. Uh, What was it? Minnesota, you know, he scrambled once, had a pretty bad concussion. Uh, but uh, what else? Oh, wait, he had that injury injury in training camp with Minnesota where he tore up his knee. And there's some questions about him playing again. But like I said, he's scrambling not only to make plays in the passing game, but he's running. So he's got full confidence in his knee. And it showed in his play last week. And the Denver Broncos have playmakers on offense as well as defense with uh, Chubb and Von Miller, uh, Simmons. And I think this would be too much for the young quarterback Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer down in Jacksonville. I believe the running back was it Jerome Robinson. I think he's out for this one. No. I don't know. No, 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 no. He's not out. I don't know why I thought that. But uh, they're going to need a running game in this one if they're going to have a chance because if it turns into Lawrence having to make plays in the passing game, you'll see Von Miller and those guys just teeing off and putting pressure on them. So because of that, give me the Broncos minus six. Next game. The Arizona Cardinals and the Minnesota Vikings. Cardinals come to this game minus three and a half, so they're a three and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Um, kind of like what I said, but well, Denver in the case of too many weapons on offense with a good quarterback going up against a team that in Minnesota that struggled. Last week to close out the game and ended up losing in overtime to Cincinnati. 
So they're going to come into this game desperate to get their first win. But Kyler Murray in that offense with DeAndre Hopkins, best receiver in the league, A.J. Green, as long as he stays healthy, could be the best number two receiver in the league. And yet Larry Fitzgerald, who probably the most reliable uh, number three, number four receiver in Christian Kirk, is in his second year, more comfortable in the offense. Too many weapons. Give me Arizona. Next games, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Another game, big line. Bucks minus 12 and a half. Coming in as a favorite. Give me the Bucks in this one. Uh, I spoke about the Falcons already. Not expecting much out of them in this game. Only chance they have is Again, to a shootout, go back and forth with Tampa Bay. That would mean Calvin Ridley's going to have to have a monster game. But with this Bucks defense, they're just going to key in on Ridley, dare Matt Ryan to either beat them through the air with, I guess, like Hayden Hurst or Kyle Pitts. Maybe Kyle Pitts has a big day. But, yeah, I just think between the Bucks offense you know, Brady's hitting on high on high cylinders, on all cylinders. You know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown. You got Leonard Fournette in the backfield. You got Ronald Jones in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, this is one that could get ugly early. So, Bucks minus 12 and a half. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Next game, Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Chargers coming to this matchup. Minus three and a half as the favorite. Um, actually going to go with the Chargers on this one. Um, I know a lot of people are going to go with the Cowboys because they're expecting the Cowboys to win the NFC East. Uh, they had a tough loss last week. They played well against Tampa Bay. So... Um, They'll be looking to bounce back in this one. And I'm sure they'll come in confidently, you know, expecting that since they lost close to the Bucks, Bucks are better than the Chargers. They should be able to get a win here. But uh, I just like Herbert and that offense more than Dallas's offense because uh, Dallas – at least last week they showed that they are pretty one-dimensional because Ezekiel Elliott was uh, underwhelming in that game against Tampa Bay. If Dallas can get uh, Ezekiel Elliott on track this week, then they'll have a better chance of winning this game. But I'm going with the Chargers because Herbert, Keenan Allen, uh, running back, running back, Austin Eckler, I think that that will I'll take the Chargers offense over the of the Cowboys offense and I have more faith in the Chargers defense to stop the Cowboys on a drive when they need it late in the game over the Cowboys being able to stop the Chargers because of that give me the Chargers in this one minus three and a half See, next game, Tennessee Titans 
Seattle Seahawks. So Seahawks are the favorite in this game. Six and a half points. I went back and forth on this one as well. But I think that line might be just a little bit too much. So I'm going Tennessee. I could see this as like a Seahawks winning by six. So because of that, I would go uh, with the Titans on this one. Uh, let's see, my reason is I just I just can't bring myself to bet against Russell Wilson. So I think between Wilson and Tyler Lockett, who's his favorite receiver, and always seems to make plays downfield, even though I'm expecting defenses do know that Tyler Lockett is Russell Wilson's favorite threat down the field or a big third down and they need to make a play, you can expect Russell Wilson to go to Tyler Lockett. And, you know, on the other side of that, you got DK Metcalf, the freak of nature at wide receiver. Uh, you have Chris Carson in the backfield. So I just think that the Seahawks, yes, are a better team, but the Titans are going to come into this one trying to get that bad taste out of their mouth from last week and I think Tennessee might play a possession type game with this one try to get Derrick Henry established so they can set up the um, play action with Tannehill maybe Julio Jones will get on track for them but um, yeah I'm going to go with the Titans to cover as a six and a half point underdog. So plus six and a half on the Titans. Let's see now. Sunday night game. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens. So can I just say this? This will be another good primetime game. I mean, that one's going to be. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like, you know, game of the year type stuff, but. The potential's there. Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Always a matchup that people want to see. Comparing, I guess, offenses, I'd go Kansas City's offense by comfortable margin over the Ravens' offense. Uh, I've said it on here before. Lamar Jackson needs to continue to get better throwing the ball. He can be erratic at times, throwing behind receivers, throwing over receivers, throwing too short. Um, yeah. He okay. So when he drops back, how powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players, right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Yes, he is past first. I'm not saying like he's dropping back to immediately start running, but I just have to trust Mahomes' ability to make a play crunch time over Lamar Jackson. And I think Rob Gronkowski might not Rob Gronkowski. Where I just got that from? Good lord, Travis Kelsey. Sorry, will uh, have a pretty pretty big game. Um, I don't know who the Ravens will put on him. Maybe they put Marlon Humphrey or something on him. But I think Kansas City just has too much. I mean, it's definitely a matchup the league wanted. Build up that rivalry between Mahomes and Jackson. But I think Mahomes gets the better of him again this time. So Kansas City... Minus three and a half over the Ravens. Kansas City is my pick. Final game, the Monday night game. Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. Okay, so the good fortune of the schedule. Gonna run out here for a little bit because Green Bay Detroit does not do anything for me as a matchup. But, you know get a chance to put Aaron Rodgers on national TV after the loss and the the effort last week with Green Bay had to say a pretty relatively easy opponent to try to get right with now the line is minus 11 and a half which made me pause several times because there's just something about that Green Bay performance last week that I just can't forget. And yeah, it just seemed like Aaron Rodgers just checked out. I'm not saying that he's, you know, completely quit on the season or whatever, but it was rough to watch. Now, you know, Aaron Rodgers did his thing, talking about relax after the game and all that. So maybe the best thing for them in a week, two years to go up against Detroit, a team, an organization that seems to be in disarray. Still, still trying to figure some things out, but I mean, a challenge for anybody out there to name somebody as a skill position on the offense other than Jared Goff. And then defensively, just name somebody on the defense. So I think Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Parker, sorry, just did Devontae Parker, Devontae Adams. I think that connection will be strong in this one. Maybe Devontae Adams hits the touchdown uh, area twice in this game, maybe, but. I think this is the type of game Monday night Aaron Rodgers is going to want to put on a show. So, 
bull out here. So there you are. Those are my picks for week two. Uh, like I said, already down one on the Thursday game, but feel confident about maybe half of the rest of them. Um, I would say most confident pick. Hmm. Maybe the Rams one. I'm the most confident. Pick I worry the most about are probably the large spread games. So Texans, Browns, Bucks. No, Bucks, Falcons, I'm not worried about that. But Texans, Browns, or Packers, Lions. Oh, because some weird stuff tends to happen with these large um, point uh, spread differentials. Where, like, the underdog backdoor covers or something like that, and you just lose it. But, yeah, those are the ones I'm worried about the most, but... I like my picks this week. I, I think I could be poised for another good week. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and end this episode here. But hopefully, like you heard, um, follow me on Twitter at Chomping Podcast. You know, you can go there message me or just tweet at me and let me know which of my picks you liked if you disagree with any of them maybe disagree with all of them I don't know let me know there Uh, you can also leave a comment wherever you listen to this podcast let me know uh, your lock of the week or something just whatever and let's see yeah so like subscribe wherever you're listening to this if you go over to twitter follow me there and um i guess enjoy the games hopefully you know the team you root for does pull it out unless you're a jets fan and you're listening to this i hope hope my patriots blow you out just to be honest with you but um thanks for tuning in once again Hope you liked it. Um, you know, follow the games. I'm sure a lot of you got uh, fantasy aspects to all these games, but remember that once week two ends, so around Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever, I'll come back. We'll review the picks, see how well I did, and see if I made you some money. Or bragging rights. I don't don't know whatever you're doing with these picks. But, um, yeah. I know I'll be watching quite a few of these games. Uh, I guess quickly, before I do get out of here. I guess the three games that really have me on on the edge of my seat. Waiting to see what happens. Kansas City, Baltimore should be great. Obviously, Patriots goes my team there and what else has got me interested Um, 
Raiders, Steelers. That's probably my top three there. I think with Raiders, Steelers, is that four o'clock or one o'clock? I know New England's a one o'clock game. But yeah. Either way, those are the top three matches for me for this week. But um, yeah. So be safe. Uh, God bless, of course. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Not sure what I'll talk about yet, but stay tuned for that. So if you do go over to the YouTube channel, uh, of course, subscribe to the channel. But hit the notification bell. That way, when I do do an episode and upload it, you'll get notified. Easy way to keep up. So thanks again. I'm out. All right. Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, Car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today.